1: From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid.
0: They are Anchor Moms. Everybody ready? Yep. And go. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Anchor Moms. Thanks so much for joining us. This is a very special episode because today we have our very first Anchor Moms Guest.
1: Yes, and she was so fascinating to talk with. Um, you guys may have heard this story here locally in the Western North Carolina area. Amy um, didn't know she was pregnant until she was 12. 12- hours away from giving birth.
2: Unbelievable. Yeah. So we talked to her and I will tell you, I think it changed a lot of our perceptions about how you, you know, you, the story comes up fairly, somewhat frequently in the news about women who don't know they're pregnant and then they deliver and they're surprised. It totally changed the way mm-hmm. we thought about it. And uh, we're interested to hear what you guys have to say as well. So let's go ahead and give it a listen.
0: Hi Amy! Amy. Thanks
1: Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming in. We're
2: excited. We are excited and uh, are you excited to be our first guest? Yes. (laughs) A little bit nervous. Don't be nervous. You've listened to us so you already know we're like sort of a hot mess. Um, (laughs) No, we are. So let's talk about this. Amelia, with yep. an E is how old now? Uh, a little over three months. Oh, right. and yeah. she's so
0: cute. We just she, looked at some pictures of yeah. her. We'll post those. She's adorable. Those if you allow us. <laughs> she
2: is adorable. And uh, I don't. I mean, I feel bad for other uh, new moms out there. She's been sleeping eight hours a night.
1: Yeah. What? I'm so lucky. Mm-hmm. You are so. How did you lucky. do it? Do you have a trick or like some advice? No. She's just a good baby. <laughs> <laughs> she's
3: just a good baby. Well, she has a good
1: mom. It sounds yeah. like too.
3: Yeah, we are um, we couldn't have been more lucky, like with a good baby, especially with how all this started. I feel like it was a blessing from up above for sure.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about that.
0: How all of this started. So um, Just start from the beginning too. Yeah. Okay. So, let's get into it.
3: Okay, so last after last um Thanksgiving actually, I started to get really sick. I started, um, to, to have some indigestion, some heartburn, some acid reflux to the point where sometimes I would throw up after, mm. like if we would go out and eat. Um, mm-hmm. So I dealt with it because I hate going to the doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I dealt with it until March when it just got so bad that I just couldn't handle it no more. And um, went to the doctors, you know, they say, when was your last period? I said, October. That wasn't Strange for me not to have periods, so... Um,
0: because in the past,
3: that hasn't yeah, been an issue. Totally but, yeah, no- okay. normal. You just haven't
2: been that regular, so you didn't think much about it. Right, mm-hmm. sure. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: So, um, they gave me a urine test, which I automatically thought that that was for pregnancy. Well, they didn't say anything about anything. Here's you, three different medications... Huh.
1: So they never said like this is the result of your urine test. You're not pregnant. Didn't say well, anything the, about pregnancy.
3: They never tested for pregnancy, oh. but they didn't tell me that. I thought they. You did. assumed ah. that they had. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would have assumed the same thing. Like yeah. here's my urine. You would so, like check all the things. They gave me three different medicines. Uh, one of the medicines I was on four times a day. The other two were two times a day. Wow. So I was loaded up. Wow. Oh my goodness. So I felt great. No more sickness, no more acid reflux, no more heartburn. I felt great. Well, the medicine ran out and I said, All right, can you guys give me some more? She said, No, you're too young to be on all this medication. We're going to send you to a stomach specialist. Okay. Well, I couldn't get into that doctor for three months, four months. So here I am, feeling great, working all the time, 12 plus hours a day, like oh my usual. Are um, you tired? I'm always tired, so sure. it was like, you know. You was, own your own business. You're yeah. just go, go, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I'd i actually lost, like, 25 pounds, uh, like, January, February. Oh, my so gosh. So when I, had like, slowly gained it back, I just thought, well, I'm just busy oh. and I'm eating out. That's Are you saying like, January
2: and February, like, like yeah. during yeah. all of
3: this? Yeah.
2: Yeah, wow. so when I was
3: pregnant, yeah. <sighs> Crazy. So um So, yeah, so I went back to the doctor for bronchitis um, in the middle of all that. Same thing. Asked me when my last period was October. Apparently, they didn't think anything of it. Didn't give me another urine test. So then July rolls around, July 9th. She was born August 6th. um, The doctor actually gave me a stomach exam.
1: In July? In July. When you're eight months pregnant?
3: Yeah, like. Twenty days before she was born, oh, like twenty something oh, days before she was born. So did, wait. wait, what did the doctor <laughs> say? Nothing. Nothing. He said I was I was. Everything seemed normal. Like pushed and he, on your stomach and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And didn't feel a
0: baby. No. Did it, you feel a baby? Did you feel
2: the
3: baby moving at all, or what did I, you think? And I did. I did feel her moving. Now that and I told him. I said every time I take my medicine. My stomach, like, rumbles. Like, I can literally see it rumbling on (laughs) my... Oh, my (laughs) gosh, Amy. And And the doctor was just like... He was... He pulled out the stomach chart, you know, and said, your stomach's contract and release as you take your medicine. That's perfectly normal. Your stomach's full of muscles.
1: Did he ever bring up, like, the possibility of pregnancy?
3: No. Never. And, you know, same thing. When was your last period? Blah, blah, blah. And nothing it wasn't a red
0: flag that had been nine months since your last period yeah
3: for you, me it was normal and that's mm-hmm. what i was trying to get get back on a a normal doctor so mm-hmm. i can figure out because actually me and my husband were actually going to go see a fertility doctor mm-hmm.
1: wow so wow. have you tried to get pregnant before
3: um not as hard as some other people try to get pregnant uh-huh. But I knew that there might have been some issues with the whole thing. Well, because thing.
2: you knew if you weren't getting your period, if you were yeah. somebody who had not been getting your periods right. regularly, you yeah. knew it was going to be hard to get pregnant. Yeah, I just
3: thought I couldn't get pregnant sure. if you're not, you know, ovulating. Right, Having right. a regular cycle. So I get that. Um, so oh he, the stomach specialist, specialist. Um, <laughs> In air quotes. Yeah. Um, sent me to another doctor. So I got a, an appointment there August 5th. Um, I actually had started contractions earlier that night I was in so much pain I took the day off work Um, I I just thought kidney stones I'd never had kidney stones but I heard that they are so painful Mm -hmm. like so I just said oh my gosh what else is wrong with me like I've got all this stuff going on my husband said, let's take you to the emergency room. And, of course, I'm so hard-headed. I was like, no, I'm not oh going. God. Yeah. I'm not going to the emergency room. I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. He oh. said, okay. So we waited until 3 o'clock that next day. This is a new doctor um, in Waynesville. But, um, so, yeah, I went in there crying my eyes out. I don't know what they thought of me because I – probably looked like a lunatic. <laughs> in so much pain, my husband's basically trying to carry me in there. Yeah. And they gave me a urine test and tested for pregnancy.
0: Oh my gosh. So wait, wait, I want to know exactly how this went down.
3: So I walk in there, I tell the doctor how much pain I'm in. This is a brand new doctor. I love her so much. Okay. Um, so she said, let's get your urine test. And I said, okay, perfect. So I do that come back in the room she immediately comes back and says so I have some news and I said okay she said you're pregnant and immediately like my husband may have said a a couple choice words sure um because we had been going (laughs) to the doctor but um in the first thing I thought of well no wonder why I'm having all these issues Mm -hmm. like totally makes sense it totally makes sense like it just it, it all clicked But did you
0: realize that you were actually,
2: Like, about to give birth? Right.
3: No. See, that's the thing. I was like, oh, my gosh. So, what's, like, what's going on, you know? Um, So, she gave me a cervix exam, and that's when it all hit me. She said I was four centimeters dilated. (gasps) What? She literally just felt my stomach not even going in depth as the doctor a month before did and she said your baby's at least eight pounds oh Oh, my god eight pounds that's a pretty big baby that's a huge
1: baby yeah
3: so um well and that goes from
1: like i'm a little bit pregnant to like oh my goodness like Like, this is gonna happen soon yeah yeah yeah. so um
3: you know the heart rate was normal um she said we're getting you an ambulance. You're going to have a baby tonight. Oh, oh
2: my, God. my And I was
3: like, gosh. the first thing, I, I looked at my husband, and I said, I'm not calling the family. I cannot <gasps> deal with that. <gasps> ah! I said, you have to call everybody oh because God. he is so relaxed and so chill. Like, I cannot. Well,
1: thank God for yeah, that. thank right? goodness yeah. for good Because
3: I couldn't imagine talking to so all of what? our family. Like,
1: in, in your head, are you, like,
3: excited? Are you scared? Are you, like, um, I can't even imagine. I was... Definitely. I was excited because I've always wanted a baby, but mostly I was scared because I started to think about all the stuff that, had, you know, that I've been doing, Mm -hmm. you know, the day before I had her, we were moving furniture out of our house, Mm -hmm. like hundreds of pounds, like, and that probably is what made her. Right, you made you go into labor, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just like, is she normal? Or I, they couldn't even tell me the gender. She was so big that literally oh we gosh. couldn't figure out what she was until she was born. Wow. So I was like, you know, is she fine? Like, they couldn't tell me anything. I had no... Right. That's scary. Yeah, because yeah, you didn't have any of the
2: tests, any mm-hmm. of the all of the follow-up care that goes with pregnancy. I wasn't taking
3: prenatals, which I should have always do. You know, wow! Or just wow. multivitamin, yeah. or yeah. so you
0: go to the hospital, mm-hmm. and how did the labor go?
3: Um, I was very lucky. Um, my epidural did not take. They um, mm,
0: been there.
3: They uh, they they tried for it three different times, and that was not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So that process wasn't great because I've heard all these wonderful stories of how you can't <laughs> feel anything. Oh, I can't feel anything below my hips. And I'm like, yeah. great, this is going to be so smooth going. No, uh-huh. it was not. But once I was um, I was in, from the time I went to the doctor to the time she was born was 12 hours. Now, I'd been in labor past that, obviously. Yeah. But um, once I was able to start pushing, it was... It was great. I mean, it was, like, really smooth sailing. Good. Probably 20 minutes, 25 oh, wow. minutes. Yeah, That's but awesome. um, they had to give me the Pitocin mm-hmm. and all this. So it was hard. It was hard, but um, it went pretty smoothly. I cannot complain. And what was it
0: like when you first saw her and they I
3: was, gave her to it you? was Seriously, I'm still in shock over it. Like, I seriously cannot believe I have a baby. Like, and she's three months old now. I was just like, she's mine. Like, this is my baby. Aww. It's just so, it's so heartwarming, you know? I just, I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe it. It's crazy. do you
1: Do you think back on, like, wow, like, are you at all, like, oh, I wish I'd had, like, you know, that nine months to prepare, yeah. like that? Like, do, do you, or is it like, wow. Well, I still got my wonderful baby, and I didn't have to, like, stress about it.
3: So everybody always tells me, wow, that's so nice. You didn't have to stress about the doctors. You didn't stress. Listen, I stressed enough between those 12 hours of having her. (laughs) I much would have rather prepared because, you know, we have a, a, a big home, and we had two guest bedrooms, and all I can think about was, oh my gosh, like, we have to go home, we have to do new floors for her room, paint the, you know, get all of her room ready. We didn't even have anything.
0: You know, we've heard about these stories in the news before. I'm sure you've heard them before. Yeah. And now you are one of the people who didn't know they were pregnant. Yeah. What do you say to people who say, there is no way that this is possible. She had to have known that she was pregnant.
3: Um, that is something that is it really gets to me because if you would have been in my shoes like i see tons of people a day i mean i see dozens and dozens of customers through my job a day and everybody everybody said i had no clue huh i had no clue like what Mm -hmm. it is very possible and it's the i was going to the doctor it's not like i wasn't i was just being pushed off more medication Here's, you know, and after the medication, I felt great and I'm, I'm a bigger person. So it's not like, I'm um, you know, had this huge belly in front of me. It just kind of, I carried it really well and I'm very thankful for that. But, um, people can be very judgmental, especially other women like men. They're like, Oh, whatever. You know, they don't understand the logistics of it. But women, especially other moms, can be so judgmental. And it, it really does kind of hurt sometimes when people will make rude comments. Um, I just hope that it never has to happen to anybody else because it really could have ended up not wonderful like it mm-hmm. happened with Absolutely. Amelia. Because she didn't have anything wrong with her. She was, you know, healthy. And people that go to the doctor, you know, could have not a perfect, you know, healthy baby. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that could have been the choice with me, mm-hmm. or, you know, and you can prevent some stuff if mm-hmm. you were to go be going to the doctor and stuff. So I mean, it's a miracle. really. It really is. It really well, is. And also,
1: I think it's like a very, it's a very good point that you make that you went to the doctor yeah. multiple times. Yes. Multiple Three. doctors. Yes. And nobody picked up on it. Yeah, you did all the right things. And and I'm I'm a lot like you. I'm so trustworthy of the doctors. Mm -hmm. You know, I like hate to bother them with questions. I feel like, okay, you know, whatever you're doing, I assume you know what you're doing and I'm just going to listen, and take the medicine you tell me to take. So I totally get it.
3: And after the medicine, I felt great. Now, I do not suggest being on that medicine if you are pregnant, because it's probably not great for your your baby. And when I had bronchitis, they had me on antibiotics, Mm. steroids, cough syrup, and his, I mean, everything, inhalers. So in the length of time that I was pregnant, I was at least on like 10 different Medicines, and
0: she's fine,
3: and she's fine, and she's like, oh just so yeah, so, yeah, like I thank I, I'm so blessed. Like I say my prayers every day. I'm so thankful. Like it, I don't know how. I feel like everything good that's that I've done for others has come back in this in your baby. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It really has.
1: Um, so, what would be your message to folks? You know, you kind of touched on, and I'm glad you did, and, and thank you for opening up a little yeah. bit, that it is kind of hard when people ask that question. You know, do you have kind of some advice or some words or some message that you want people to know um, for stories like yours?
3: Um, I feel like I was kind of pushed to the side because I didn't have health insurance. Mm. Um, because had I had health insurance, I feel like they would have done all of the stuff that they wanted to do my very first visit back in March. Mm -hmm. Um, Instead of saying, oh, well, you pretty much don't have health insurance. We're only getting paid a certain amount for you. We're going to push you off to another doctor. Mm -hmm. And then that doctor pushed me off to another doctor until I was in labor, literally. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, Amy, thank you so much for coming yeah, in. Yeah, thanks we, for having Your me. story has uh, enlightened me. Uh, truly. Yeah, this you know, is fascinating. This has been really interesting. And thank interesting. you for opening
1: up and sharing that with yeah. us. It's, yeah. really, it's really awesome yeah, to hear all you. about it. And, and
0: congratulations. Welcome to the mom
2: Club.
3: I know. <laughs> it's the best club it ever. Is. <laughs> it is. It is. It's
0: a hard one, but yeah. we love it.
3: Yeah. That's it.
0: Okay, thanks, Amy.
3: Thank you. From the News
0: Desk. Okay, now let's get to the news. Uh, This next article I think Amy would appreciate because it's called, The Exhaustion (laughs) is Real, Why More Sleep Isn't Always the Answer. This is a pretty interesting article because even if you are getting eight hours of sleep, but you're still tired, there may be a reason why. And we're specifically talking about uh, parenting here. So uh, let me get to this article where it says, um, and I'm quoting here, a couple reasons why you're still tired: a chronic stress that slowly deteriorates their health. We're talking about time pressures here. So even if you're getting the sleep, and uh, even if it's eight hours solid, throughout the day you're so you're pulled in so many different direction, directions. You're pulled so thinly uh, that you still feel chronically stressed and tired, and your health is hurt, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It weighs on you. Yeah. It weighs on
0: you. Yeah. So another reason they say that you might be tired is if your schedule is shifting back and forth. And I can only think of the television business because think about on the weekends. I mean, I don't get up at 2 a.m. on a Saturday morning. I'm getting up at 8 a.m. So you're likely to feel um, like crap, basically. Right. If you're not getting that.
2: And I think it's interesting. I think this article basically says, like, your only choice to do that is just go ahead and get up at 2 a.m. No, well, Saturday, I'm not doing that. Sunday. But no, another, that's ridiculous. Well,
0: of well, here's a tip actually that the article lists. It says it recommends, and I'd never really thought about this: getting 30 to 60 minutes of bright light therapy right after you wake up. Have mm. you guys ever thought about that? No. What does that mean? Like, there's a light box apparently that oh, you could sit in front read read of, this. or you can just go outside and just sit in the sunlight, and supposedly it's going to make you feel a lot better. Mm. Um, another tip they have is a power nap. Can you do this nap. without your kids? I, well, yeah. I mean, maybe it's good for your cat. Oh, you just want the break. Like You yeah. don't even care about yeah. the light. you're to lay in the sun. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. That, that sounds wonderful.
0: Um, or you can get a power nap, which I think a lot of us do, maybe even in our cars. Uh, limit your cat <laughs> <Maybe>. nap. <laughs> limit your cat nap, everyone's heard this before, to 20 to 40 minutes, which is so hard to do if you have more time. But I do that a lot, actually, and I think it helps. I mean, I have some crummy sleep. Let me tell you. But if I can get a 20-minute nap in, it significantly helps me throughout the rest of the day. You know, I'm
2: so on the fence about naps. I used to be a big napper, but I feel like now that I have River, that napping sometimes just makes me feel more miserable. Like, Mm. I just wake up and I feel even more tired and groggy and out of it. I don't know. and you possibly too long. Well, that's possibly what it is. Yeah, (sighs) because it's hard to just – I mean, it's hard to unwind and sleep for, like, 20 minutes.
0: Like, it takes me 20 minutes, I feel like,
2: just to sort of unwind and relax. So
0: someone – we did a whole, like, sleep – week here at news 13 actually recently the station that we work at and one tip was like a coffee nap have you heard of i this? have not until she when? said it yeah. yeah where you like drink a cup of coffee like say you're really tired drink a cup of coffee and immediately lay down and, and take a nap and then Does you wake work? up and then you wake up and you feel like extra refreshed because mm-hmm. you've a taken this short nap and b now the caffeine is kicked in because the caffeine's not going to kick in immediately oh, sorry karen even though you're drinking coffee right i'm now. drinking it right now <laughs> it's going to wake gonna up. take some time
1: Um, so this, the, the beginning of this article, this woman admits that she was on a business trip and didn't have any kids and accidentally slept for 14 hours straight. Yeah. That's crazy. she didn't have an alarm. So how long do you guys think you could sleep? If you, if you did not have your kids, let's say you didn't have your husband, you were just by yourself. How long could you sleep?
0: Um, and like. I could sleep for twelve hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and I could even then like go back to sleep. Like I could just like lay around in bed and then maybe fall fall back asleep. Maybe. What
2: about you? No, Katie? I'm not. Ooh, you know, on the weekends I still. I mean, we just talked about this this past weekend. I still get up at like five in the morning That's on crazy. the weekends. So Honestly, you don't think you
1: could sleep for a long time? No, uh,
2: you know the truth is, is I have such a body clock that I'm already up. Like, I just, I'm not mm. a big, I'm not, even when I was, you know, and as, as a teenager, I was not one of those kids that slept till, like, 10 or noon. Right. I am a morning person, an early mm. riser. Mm. And you know what? It's, like, my favorite part of the day. Like, River's not up. Brian's not up. I can drink my coffee. I can read my magazine. And I can just relax. So, honestly, if I had the opportunity to sleep for, like, 14 hours, I'd probably sleep for seven hours and then get up and, like, I don't know read a book for an hour. You mm-hmm. know, I would I would let, rather spend that time doing something as opposed to sleeping.
1: I'm just not a big sleeper. I feel like I could almost like hibernate for a whole winter. Yeah. Like I, I really think I could sleep for more than a day.
2: Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just mm-hmm. to stay in
1: bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I didn't. I don't want to get out of bed. Like, I want to lay in bed, but I just, I don't know. I don't want to sleep the day away.
0: I think you're not tired enough. Oh, really? I know, right? Mm-hmm. What is wrong here? No, but
2: I, what I think about is interesting about this article, and I feel like if you're a parent, you can totally ar- re- relate. Is just the fact that it's it's like not about the quantity of sleep mm-hmm. that you get. Mm-hmm. It's like the quality of sleep, right. and just the no. fact that your day is just exhausting. Because when you have kids, you're on. Twenty four seven, right? Especially
1: when you're working, yeah. Yeah. And then when you're Well, a- even if you're not, yeah. Right,
0: right. And they even say mom specifically, their leisure time is not actually a hundred percent leisurely. Right. Because mm-hmm. for example, I have this vivid memory of my mom. She like never sits down and the only time she did was to maybe watch TV a little bit in the evening, but she was Always folding laundry, mm-hmm. right? So she's mm-hmm. never actually mm-hmm. not doing something mm-hmm. right. productive. And I mean, I just yesterday River
2: finally took a nap, and we I need to do a major grocery shopping, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. spent I was like I have to sit down and do this grocery shopping list, and it was like you know thirty minutes. Yeah. So it's not like even when you have time to like sit down and relax, you're not actually turning your brain off. You right. know? Well, no. this makes
1: me feel better because the nights that all of my children do sleep through, and unlike you guys, I you know don't have to get up in the middle of the night. And sometimes I'm like, wow, I got seven hours of sleep, but I still feel exhausted. Right. So this makes me realize why. Right. Right. You know, because there's so much else going on during the day. You've got so much on your mind that, yeah, it does affect your health.
2: I feel like you should just accept the fact while you have small children that you are Mm -hmm. never, you're going to consistently just feel exhausted. Just own it. That's it. Right.
1: Okay. (laughs) I guess. I guess I'll do it.
2: Ending on a positive note there. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mama, ma
0: Mom's the word. And this week, um, I have a meatball recipe mm-hmm. for, for Katie the Vegetarian. Everywhere. I know, right? Ooh. I don't know. I, listen,
2: I just said I would love for to see River Eats a little bit more meat. So I'm in. I'm all in on the meatball recipe. So
0: on that same note, I would like my children to eat more vegetables. Oh. So that's mm-hmm. the twist mm-hmm. with these meatballs. And I've made them for several years now. So and they're super easy. It's kind of just like a normal meatball recipe. A pound of meat. You can do chicken or turkey or beef. I usually do chicken or turkey. Breadcrumbs, eggs, some spices. And then the, the twist is... A fourth a cup of applesauce, and then any shredded or chopped vegetables that you might like. So, like, shredded carrots, which you can already buy in a bag. Mm-hmm. Chopped spinach, some green onion, or whatever you have inside of your... Um,
1: pretty drawer in your fridge. Yeah, yeah, just,
0: like, cut it up and... And you can use a food processor just cut up finely and then just make a little meatball. Mm-hmm. And my other tip is get a little mini ice cream scooper. Do you guys own these? Yeah. I use Not them. Not a mini for, one. Yeah, a mini one. I okay. use them for a million things. Like mm-hmm. when I bake muffins or cookies um, or anything, mm-hmm. I use this little ice cream scooper. It's perfect for these meatballs, it makes them the exact same size. Mm-hmm. So just put tin foil down on the cookie sheet. Plop down the meatballs. And the kids can maybe even help.
1: Can Hartman scoop it for you? Yes. Yeah, so that's great. As
0: long as he doesn't eat the raw meat. I was just gonna say that's the only problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that's my tip. I'll put the recipe on our Facebook page and Instagram. Love it. I like
1: it. Testing, testing, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four.
3: In other
1: news. Okay, so speaking of food. Um, The next article we have is, Do Kids Belong in Restaurants? Arby's Only Well-Behaved Children Sign Sparks Debate. This is from USA Today. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. But this was a Minnesota Arby's, and they put up a sign that said, Kids who do not keep their food on their trays and bottoms on their seats would be asked to leave. Which mm. you, like, can't
0: do. You can't just tell people to leave because their kids are being bad at Arby's, well, right? I don't
1: think yeah, it's, I, like,
2: a, I don't think that they're necessarily going to throw you out. I think it's just, like, hey, fair warning, like, we're going to be judging you. I mean, right? Like, I know th- I we're going to
0: judge you. I, I
2: think mean, think you can I throw th- somebody threw,
1: out? I think they were maybe going to throw people out. But anyway, they later apologized. But it sparked this big debate about whether you should bring kids to restaurants. Um, you know, as we all know, they're not going to sit in their seats. They're not going to keep their food on their trays. No, they're kids. Can we address
2: the elephant in the room in this story? I mean, let's be real. This is also Arby's, which is a fast food restaurant. So I think Mm -hmm. there's a difference between taking your kids to, like, fine dining Mm -hmm. and a fast food restaurant. I mean, if you can't
0: take your kids to Arby's, where can you take your kids? Exactly. Mm
1: -hmm. And let's be real. Every once in a while, we need to eat out so that we don't have to do the dishes. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Oh, we eat out all the time. Yeah. And I know people are judging me. And, well, like judging you why cuz your kids are are Cuz my kids are crazy.
1: Yeah. So one of our favorite restaurants that um, I mean I'm I'm
0: disciplining them but sure. they're not perfect sure. they're their kids. Right.
1: One of our favorite restaurants that's not too far from our house that we like to go to. Um, one, this was two times in a row, back-to-back times, that we went to the same restaurant. The first time, uh, we're at a big table with some friends, and they have a little area where the kids can play, which is nice because I do feel like we live in a city where there are, a lot of the restaurants do have areas for kids, right? So then you do feel better about it. You know, if they're being a little crazy, there's other kids, there's toys. Like, clearly, they are okay with you bringing your kids in. Um, so we're all eating, and all of a sudden, look over, and Henry... Has dropped his pants and his oh. and his underwear. Oh, <laughs> and is literally standing in this restaurant, you know, with naked, no pants on. No, half naked. I didn't know naked. where you were
2: going with it. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So, so it, there was like no bodily functions or anything. happening. No, no, no. bodily okay. functions.
1: But it was just one of those. Like uh, Gregory was the first one to see it, like across the restaurant, like, Whoa! and we all like run over. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is everyone thinking about us right now? Like, gosh. Our son is standing half naked in <laughs> right. a restaurant. What is wrong with those parents? Like oh, wait, wh- that's me. Well, did he have to pee? Like, why was he getting no, naked? we have no idea. We, so we, like, run over and get him, and we're like, what's going on, bud? And he's like, I don't know. I just don't oh, have my pants mm-hmm. on at the moment. Like, you know, who mm-hmm. knows? So anyway, so the next, the very next time we go, so of course I'm already, like, scarred. I'm like, I don't know if we can go back to that place. So we go back, like, a couple months later, when I think we're over it. Guess what happens? He does the same thing? No. LRA does. No. What? Henry is standing there, and all of a sudden, peas. Oh. Uh, in the middle of the restaurant, with his pants still on, didn't think to drop them this time. Well, yeah, but that's good. <laughs> thank up God up peas, he got them on. Straight up peas. Oh no. In the middle of the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Was this
0: before or after you ate? During. During. Mm-hmm. So what'd
2: you mm-hmm.
1: do? So we pick him up and run him to the bathroom, but I'm like trying to like get the waiter. I'm like, can I get like, can you just bring me some towels? Like, I'll clean up my kids' pee. Obviously, I feel terrible about it. But, you know, there's, like, it's busy. There's a lot going on. Anyway, it was, it, you know, we did the best we could. Maybe you just
2: brought up an argument for, like, maybe
1: why you don't take your Exactly. Well, the, you know, I'm, I'm, like, sitting here, like, oh, I can't believe this restaurant would say that. And yeah. like, wait a minute, Karen. Like, you, your kids are the reason that maybe restaurants say this. And, you know, you want to go out. You want to socialize. And I do think there's something to be said for socializing your kids in that scenario, you know, teach trying to teach them, you know, you sit still during dinner, you know, this is how you act when you're out right. at a restaurant, those types of things. But then I'm like, well, wait, looking at my track record, I'm probably not the best person to talk about but
0: this. But there are also parents who don't actually watch their kids very well, and their kids are, like, running behind bars and doing things that they shouldn't be doing. And I think... Ping
1: and yeah, Well, I mean, you
0: can, not you know, but you, like, took care of the situation. Uh, but I think some parents... Don't watch their kids. You know what I mean?
1: The other thing is, I do always feel bad because we leave such a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's why you're a good tipper. We are good tippers. See? Anyway. And I also
0: try to, like, clean up a little bit after we we, we eat. Yeah, we
1: try to. And I'm always like, I'm really sorry about our kids.
0: And I'm... And I also leave. I think that servers don't like this, like um, wrappers from the mm-hmm, food I brought mm-hmm. into their restaurant. Oh, yeah, you know, like, like pouches. I'm surprised and stuff they're like not that. like, "Here's that family coming again." Like, lock the doors. Like, and what then, like, am I supposed to do? Like, push this trash back into my diaper bag? Maybe I don't maybe, know. Probably.
2: Uh, anyway, what are we going to? What, Katie, what, are, what are,
0: Oh, do we
2: have oh, a, win of the oh, week. Oh, win of the week. Okay, so I do have a win of the week. Um... You know, it's the time of giving, it's uh, it's the holiday season, mm-hmm. and um, so I was thinking, and I don't know if you guys ever feel this way, like sometimes I feel like I have so many good things in my life, but your life gets so crazy because you're working, you have kids, you're like trying to cook dinner, that you feel like you forget to be grateful for all of the things mm. that you really mm-hmm. do have, Um, so, a couple of weeks ago, I was actually, you know, downtown, and I saw this little notebook, and I thought, I'm going to buy this notebook, and I'm going to start writing an entry every night before I go to bed about something that I was grateful for. (gasps) Katie, what a great idea. Yeah, well, I mean, I just started Are you doing it? Yes. And I gotta be honest, sometimes I'm like, I'm tired, and I'm like, in a bad mood, and I can't think of anything that I'm grateful for. But then I sit down, and I am able to find something. How many
1: times do you write down our names? So-
2: (laughs) I did, You guys have made a couple of appearances, just so you know. What? I'm grateful for good friends like my anchor moms. But Aww. all kidding aside, I do think that it's not such a bad idea to be able to reflect. And yeah. especially like the last thing you do before you go to bed mm-hmm. at night, just to remind yourself that – you know, there are some positive and good things. I mean, not that my life – I mean, really, my li- I have a great life, but, you know, it's You easy. do get kind of in the weeds sometimes. It's, yeah, it's super mm-hmm. easy just to get caught up in all the negativity and just, like, your busy life, like I said, especially this time of year with the holidays. So, I mean, that would be my uh, – that's my win of the week is that I, I did this about a month ago and I've been able to keep up with it. And I sort of feel that's sort awesome. of proud of myself that I've yeah. – you know, you, like, say you're going to do something mm-hmm. and I have done it. Talk to me next week and <laughs> – I probably will. I love this idea. I feel like
1: we should get some notebooks, Ingrid.
2: Yeah. It'd be a good thing to do with your kids, too, actually. That's a really good idea. Yeah. And, you know, it's only, like, a line or two. Like, I'm not writing Mm -hmm. a diary. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Mm -hmm. a line or two just about something good that happened or something that I'm, like, thankful for. And often it's, like, super mundane, but it's, you know, that's life, right? I love it, Katie. Yeah.
1: Awesome. and we are grateful for you guys our listeners so thanks for tuning in to another episode
0: and hopefully you enjoyed our first guest uh, we'd love some feedback on that part of that, this podcast specifically and if you have any future guest ideas send them our way as well bye guys
3: listening.